Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Start the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. D-Mendy here, joined by a little cheesecake Marty Party doc and a very special guest that we'll get to in just a second. Marty Party, starting with you first, you are not in your normal location. You are actually making the extra effort to record from a hotel tonight. What happened? Well, I am in Charlevoix, Michigan, for all those Michiganders. That is about as north as you can go without going up to the Upper Peninsula. Um, So it is shoddy internet at best. So if I drop off, you know, it was great. to. It's always great to see you, especially our guests here. Um, but yeah, plumbing problems are no joke. I won't mm-hmm. go into the what the bill will probably be, but um, <laughs> even when you have insurance, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's why I'm scared to be a homeowner at some point in the next couple of years, uh, just for those types of reasons. But your dedication is definitely something we all respect here. So whether you're in or you're out, we all appreciate you trying to be here. LC is always here with his baseball hat. Got the blue headphones going tonight. He's got the smile we all love. Cheesecake, what's going on? I think stranded in Charlemagne is my new like Charlevoix. Charlevoix is my Come new term for being like I want to hear you try to up spell a river that. without a paddle. Oh man, rough week. I've been stranded in Charlevoix all week. You know that's like up a creek without a paddle. Now I think it it's a great it's a great term. That will be one of the terms we have you that you use to describe a player that uh, will be the, the word of the week or phrase of the week. You didn't send us a text prior this time, though. Yeah, you guys haven't been pulling your weight, and David, you don't That's have the soundboard out. What fun is there? That's true. Uh, that voice you hear, of course, is Doc, who is, I think, really excited for the show tonight because he has an old rival on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, a rival means that it goes both ways. It's just been going one way <laughs> That's in right. my direction. This is the- this is the, the Cincinnati Bagels and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we got to see that they can uh, they can talk or top the uh, David versus Goliath here, so we could see if, if that could go down here tonight. But we we teased it enough. We've got our special guest, one of our best friends of the podcast. If you've been listening over the years, we welcome in a man who should be subscribed to the BGN Network, and that's baseball, golf, and nooners. He is co-owner of Gaining the Edge part of Fantasy Pros, part of Baseball HQ. He's also doing tons of golf content, always press DFS, part of FSWA, Tout Wars. And don't even mention the amount of podcasts this guy puts out every single week. He's got Bench with Bubba. He's got Bubba in the Batflip. He's got Bubba in the Bloom. Uh, This guy is a grinder. He's a baseball haver, baseball lover. Uh, I just, there's so many things. I could do a whole show, just talk about what he does, but I want to hear his voice. So we welcome in Casey Bubba. What's up, man? What is up, Triple Play Fantasy Boys? I love these. Play- I've, I've been pumped for this all day. I've already done two shows today. I got one more to go later. This is what I've been looking forward to all day long. I love Hell these guys. Yeah. I love all of you. You know, Arizona, the Triple Play Fantasy House was in that building. <laughs> I got my boy, little cheesecake right here with the baseball. I guess it's just this is where it's at. I love it. I guess it doesn't even need no BS. This is the show I love doing. It's a great time. Time flies when you're having fun, and this will be over before we know it, unfortunately. But uh, I love. And Marty's making the effort, man. And hotel hotel Wi-Fi is no joke, especially in BFE, Michigan, wherever he's at. Like that is like going to be ridiculous stuff there. So I am beyond be pumped for this. Um, I, yeah, I have so many things I could say, but I'll stop talking because <laughs> this this is where it's at, folks. Like this is a 
we need to record at a bar sometime because I did. Oh I, 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 I held up my end of the bargain, Mindy. I got my noons. I don't know about you. I got mine. You so you're better for both of us. I have a big exam that I have to take tomorrow in the morning. So I I made the except my wife made the Maybe executive decision for me. And there's the honest there's the honesty coming out in a married man all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know is. what? I'm I'm with you. What, what flavors did you pick for the show tonight? I have my favorite, which we talked about grapefruit, which not yeah. everybody's favorite. And then because I got the new um, tailgate pack, so I have a cranberry sitting right here Ooh. to sip on so we're we're gonna have some fun on this trip this third base podcast i, I don't know if i was supposed to ruin the, the joke the the, the storyline there but the hot corner is gonna get really hot for one dock down there that's all i have to say <laughs> i love the tease and we got already uncle ted saying gunner henderson someone he already wants to talk about tonight i think we will discuss a little gunner henderson uh, but bubba let it off beautifully that's why he's one of the best hosts out there Talking about third base as we get into our third base preview for the triple play fantasy position previews. So many great ones at the top. Maybe as we get along here, it's not the case. This is a very top heavy position. And our goal is to help you guys not just talk about in the beginning of drafts where you like to target third baseman, but when we get down the list, who you should be looking at at this very thin position. Let's kick things off here. And Bubba, I'm going to, of course, go to you first. For your first guy going inside the top 10, and this is over the last two weeks over on the NFBC, you are going right at the top. No, no games here. This is the guy you want, and you're going to spend the capital to get him, Jose Ramirez. Well, I said J-Ram is the easiest answer, so I'm going to be nice and go elsewhere on this one to the guy next to the one I gave you in the outline. Because J-Ram, like, I don't have to say anything about the man. The guy's a goat. He's the legend, and he's got the dad bod to go with it. It's like, oh, yeah. how can you not love this man? It's, it's that, That's fantasy analysis you get from me right there. So uh, <laughs> you, you got that. But uh, I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado just because I don't think he gets the respect he deserves when it comes to what he brings to the table at third base. When we... um. You talk about a guy that's a perennial 30 home run guy. It's been seven, eight straight seasons with at least 30 home runs, back to back 30 plus home runs in, in St. Louis, where, oh my goodness, he couldn't do it because it's not Coors Field. Um, hits for average at 293 last year, but, you know, even if he goes back to his 250, 260 ways, totally fine. More importantly, he's 100 RBIs over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. I love what he does. He lowered his strikeout rate from uh, 14.7 in 21 to 11.6. So the contact skills are elite. Going to be turning 32, so there's always like maybe things will slow down. But we said that about a first baseman on his team named Paul Goldschmidt. That has not been the case. I love Arenado. Um, I think he, if you wait on third base, which is not the most popular thing to do, which we will obviously talk about tonight, um, I think Arenado is a good fallback plan that just kind of people think he's boring is what it comes down to. He's, he's a boring third baseman because doesn't steal many bags, still five last year. And we've seen St. Louis become a little more run happy because even Goldie stole more last year. You know, Tommy Tanks steals his bags. It's an option as well. So if you give me a guy that's going to give me 30 home runs, good bag and average and 100 RBIs, throw in some some solid runs and stolen bases. I love Arenado, and you don't have to pay a premium for him, and he's still got a top 10 third baseman. So that I just want to give a little shout to Mr. Nolan Arenado. But yes, it's J Ram than everybody else, 100. percent Well, I, I was gonna say you're you're talking the love language to Doc. If, if Doc could marry no, Nolan Arenado, him up, folks, I'm buttering him you up. Are. Don't you worry. That, that was beautiful. Everything you said, <laughs> I agree <laughs> with. <laughs> Doc, the if you could marry Nolan Arenado, you would. And, and, and Bubba, you know year. those you know those five stolen bases last year were a career high for him. Yep. It's crazy. And it just goes to show you, you can't judge a book by its cover. I can even run when I have to. Like, if you have a dog chasing me, I can run. <laughs> but um, anything's possible. Uh, Doc, I, I'm actually kind of shocked in the outline you didn't go with Nolan Arenado. 
and you decided to go a different direction with your brother here, Alex Bregman. And why don't you tell us a little bit? Because Marty also is all over Alex Bregman this year, so you guys can kind of tag team this one. Yeah, so with Bregman, um, I did make a sign for him, and he acknowledged it. So Alex Bregman knows I exist out there. And, and the reason I didn't pick Arenado is this is the highest his ADP has been in a while. Alex Bregman had more walks last year, 87, than he had strikeout 77. So that's literally, to me, the, the definition of a professional hitter. The Babbitt was 260, well below his career average of 265. He's going to give you 20-plus home runs, 23 last year. Look, he's not going to give you 41 like he had in the happy fun ball era in 2019, but hit 31 in 2018. The counting stats are there. Add Jose Abreu, that stacked lineup, his protection mm-hmm. behind him. He has good uh, table setters in front of him. He's hitting third. So where he's going, I think that's a steal, and especially in points leagues because he's not going to strike out a lot. ADP of 71 on NFBC. Marty, Doc's at the table for you, so you want to go ahead and clean up. What else? Did yeah, you said my favorite one, which is the 87 um, walks and only seven, 77 strikeouts. So that's pretty incredible. He's the seventh third baseman off the board. And overall, what he represents to me is that he is the last safe third baseman. Like right after him, I think it falls off a cliff. So I believe you have to get him um, before it's too late. Um, he rarely strikes out, walks at elite level. And did you know the bad X projection has him hitting more home runs, having a better batting average, more runs in RBI than Mr. Nolan Arenado. Wow. And you get him about three rounds later. So yeah, I love the um I love the safety, you know, that what's, he uh, represents. What's this, what's this bat projection you talk about? Like it's some it's like <laughs> the a bat kid. X. Oh, 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 sorry. The bat is this like a special thing we're supposed to look at here? The bat X. I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. For those don't go Sorry, straight Derek. to Cardi and Tony. Yeah, like, there was Derek Cardi at. Yeah. 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 He was already mad at me on Friday night in FPAS. Let's not go any farther. We're good. <laughs> Ted's got a couple of, of our guys. Ted, I, I want to hold off. You got to talk about Matt Chapman and Josh Young. We'll be talking about those guys in the next range because those are some interesting players. Uh, but it is interesting, Marty, you mentioned the cliff because after Alex Bregman, you get to a rookie in Gunnar Henderson going 24 picks later. And then you get to Max Muncie. And Jose Miranda, which that, that'll be a whole nother discussion we'll get to in a minute. But that the clip is real. And I do think it is the top seven. And then there's a huge gap there. So more emphasis to get the last guy in that tier in Alex Bregman. LC, though, you are somebody that is siding with somebody that I think many of us were skeptical. I can definitely put myself in that group. Last year, we didn't think Austin Riley was going to repeat what we saw in his rookie season. And mm-hmm. he did show out. And now you are all in on the Austin Riley train, and he is right now going the fourth third baseman off the board at pick 19. That's not mm-hmm. too rich for you at this point, is it? No, it's not too rich for me. And I'll tell you, being in this analyst game, sometimes you hear, uh, listen to another show, and you hear someone who's better known than you make a point that you were about to make. So you're like, someone's going to think that I stole it from them. <laughs> I didn't. I'm going to make the same damn point. You do that, Elsie. Go ahead. I, but... Um, the other day, Vlad on his on his podcast, Vlad Sedler was talking about how Riley is kind of like the Pete Alonzo of third base. Riley definitely has the best power profile uh, of third baseman, like Alonzo does. And for me, I'm starting as I'm as I'm gearing up, honing my honing my projections and honing my draft board. I'm starting to think that Riley might be someone you prefer over Alonzo. Because of the depth of the position, because of the fact that as you get later into third baseman, the power bats that you can get later, um, 
you know, d- deeper in the draft, like Muncie and maybe Drury are probably more valuable at other positions. You, uh, you know, the, the, the power, the depth of like, let's say first base later, there's a lot of power late. Guys like Telez, guys like J- uh, Bell, guys, uh, there, there's a lot more options there. So with the difference in them, I can definitely say, oh, he, he is the Alonzo and maybe because of the position depth, he might be above Alonzo on my board now. Now, why do I like Riley? Well, he is the premier power bat at third base. You saw his Babbitt drop last season by 53 points, but he still hit 273 down from 303 in mm-hmm. 2021. So I think that what you could be looking at is sort of like a two, two different sides of the coin. Maybe the Babbitt goes back up somewhere, not all the way up to the nearly 370 that he hit in 2021. But if it gets back up to, 330 instead of the 315 which he finished with then maybe he's hitting 280 285 and where you where you really want to see the growth in riley and where i am hoping and kind of expecting a little bit is in his runs plus rbis now that atlanta offense it's getting albies back it lost swanson but it's getting albies back traded Contreras for murphy riley's hitting third in that offense he's going to be 26 this year the chance for him to to really hit that 200 plus runs plus RBIs and really give you that fantasy value in that second round draft price, I think is there. I really like where he's going, especially because third base, you know, it kind of stinks beyond the first couple. We have Austin Riley going at pick 19 and then you have Pete Alonzo. I'm going to double check. He's at 18. At 18. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it really right back to back? It's, I think so. I did it like right. two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, so he's right there. So, yeah. Who would you, let's go around the horn real quick. Bubba, who would you rather have, Pete Alonzo or Austin Riley in a vacuum? In a vacuum, I'd probably still go Pete, but I agree with everything Doc said. And I don't have a cool hat to do it with. So, <laughs> I, I guess it's not the luxury. But I do want to back up something that, that, uh, Cheesecake, not Doc, Cheesecake, sorry. Cheesecake said that, um, the positional thing, like when he's doing his projections, getting the draft board planned out, it might make more sense to go with Riley over Pete in that regard. So I don't disagree with that at all. I think they're extremely similar players. I think we've seen extremely similar growth over the last few years in their play disciplines, which has re- resulted in everything Doc said, the bad averages and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So I, I love the comp there. I think it's a very fair comp. I think Alonzo just might have a little more raw power in mm-hmm. the end. But mm-hmm. you're grasping at straws because how can you, um, it, maybe it's five or six homers. And that's, that's great. But when you look at positions and maybe you go get a Telez, go get a 30 plus home run Rizzo later or something and, and you'll be just mm-hmm. fine. So I, I like that comp quite a bit. Yeah. I, I, I'll quickly say I, I, I love Pete Alonzo. He is the most home run since 2019 in all of baseball with 146. Steamer has him projected for the second most home runs in baseball next year behind Aaron Judge. Uh, he also was, uh, one of the only few players that uh, basically the amount of home runs have been going down every single year. And he's someone that's actually been consistently be able to give you a ton of power. And uh, he's had decent batting averages, a 260 batting average or more in three of the last four seasons. And his barrels per plate appearance is double that of the major elite average here. Uh, so I, I think so many great things in Alonzo's profile. I still have to take him over Austin Riley, even with the positional advantage for Riley. Sounds like Bubba is team Pete. Uncle Ted Talks is team Riley. But uh, you have LC is team Riley. Doc, what are you? I'm team Alonzo. Me and you, David. 
And Bubba. Bubba's team P2. It's cool. Doc okay. doesn't want to acknowledge things. It's just cool. He's keeping, <laughs> I'm sorry. Game I, you comp- you, comp- you, you complimented <laughs> Riley too much. I don't, worry, don't worry, guys. I won't give my opinion on it. You know, it's fine. You don't I was going it. to you next, Marty. Where okay. You? It's the polar bear. I mean, look at that nick- yeah. best nickname big, in baseball. Big Meat Pete. Big <laughs> Meat Pete. Polar Bear. Polar Bear Pete. Yeah. Uh, Ted is on, he's on his game right now. I yeah, think he's, he's on it right now. Um, but yeah, no, I think Austin, I get the argument for Austin Riley. What we do need to have is an actual argument because Bubba is fading Jose Miranda. And Jose Miranda is my guy in this ring. You homer. I was literally on your show <laughs> I talking know, about how much homer. I love him, which is telling me you ignored it the entire time. No, I did not ignore anything. Well, I'll let you give your spiel and then I'll give my rebuttal. So do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is why I love this show. Off the rails. We haven't even finished the first segment. This is great. So if you want to hear the argument in the original context, you can go listen to Bench with Bubbies punching about a bunch of position or team uh, previews out there. Every day, right? It's like every day a new uh Pretty much, yeah. Out. I kind of I do a bunch at once and I slowly spit them out. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Jose Miranda, who in the third base episode, he was also in the first base episode. A 251 batting average in the first half, 280 batting average in the second half. And June and July hit over 300. After May, had never had a season or never had a month below a 259 batting average. Had 30 home run power his last season in the minor leagues. And according to Steamer, he is projected for a 269 batting average with 20 home runs, which actually have him tied for third among the best batting average among third basemen with 20 or more home runs projected by Steamer. Tie with Nolan Arenado. He's going to be the best Twins hitter this year. And I've given this stat numerous times, and I, I always give credit because the Welsh is the one that found this stat, and I've been using it ever since he pointed it out. Jose Miranda last year in 0-2 counts was a 241 hitter. Mookie Betts hit 198 in 0-2 counts last year. In the same token, Mookie Betts also 311 in a 1-0 count, 218 in an 0-1 count. Jose Miranda 313 in an 0-1 count. And I'm sorry, 313 in a 1-0 count, 242 in an 0-1 count. Uh, under 20% strikeout rate in his rookie season. I mean, find me the holes. Like, this guy is a absolute baller. And that's and he's the 10th third baseman off the board that has multi-position at flexibility. Like, it's not like his draft price to me is too rich. Uh, at this point right now, he's going as the 10th third baseman off the board. The exact ADP is right at 144. Uh, I think it's a pretty fair price. I think he will be the best twins hitter by the end of the season. Uh, that's my bold take. And Bubba, I would love to see the rebuttal on him here. A couple things. Best twins hitter doesn't leave a big, you know, endorsement. <laughs> so Ouch. we got, we got that Ouch. going for us. Um, second, I thought it was really cute, by the way, that you picked the steamer projection because it was the highest. And we just got done saying the bad X is what we want to use. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just trashed it. Is that home runs. Um, so I'm just saying we got that angle going for us too. Um, I like Jose Miranda as a pure hitter, as a power bat at the position. Not a fan. I just, and if, if he proves me wrong, great. But you know, when you still have an 11.3 home run to fly ball percentage, but you only have 15 home runs, maybe the ballpark's the problem. Maybe it's the fact he's a heavier ground ball than fly ball guy. I don't know. Uh, he is young. So there's definitely chances for that to, uh, to change. But, um, you know, there's a reason why, you know, can you tell me your stat of hitting 241 on an O2 count? How many home runs he hit there? Cause it sounds like he's in an O2 <laughs> count a lot. So, um, just going with that angle as well. 
I don't know. I think Miranda's a good ball player, but when you make me pick one of the top 10 third basemen to say I don't want to draft, it's probably going to be closer to the 10th third baseman on the list, and that's going to be Jose Miranda, who um, I guess at the position, if I want a stat line like that, I'll go get Dansby Swanson, or I'll go get another middle infielder later on, and uh, and go that route, or I can find I can find an outfielder with that stat line 100 picks later. So uh, that's kind of where I'm angling that one. Now, what is if you had to predict today, how many home runs do you think Jose Miranda has in 2023? If I'm being nice, go Let's 21. Nice. I'll go 21. That's a, that's your nice projection yeah. for him. Yeah, that's an increase of six home runs. That's really nice. That's mm-hmm. called improvement. He's not a 30 home run hitter right now. He's not. He, he's Yuli Gurriel. Ooh, oh, you bite, your, now you, bite your, you bite your you bite your tongue, LC. He, yeah, he needs to either improve the batting average or improve the home runs. One or the other. I don't see him doing both. Let's put it that way. Okay, Uncle Ted has thirty three. That might even be more ambitious than I have it. The way Uncle Ted's typing, I think he's been drinking. So thirty three is a little much. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm love you, let's, Ted. <laughs> let's put the the over under at twenty five. Under. I'll say over. I'll put a board or more. to whatever you want on it. I'll buy first round of drinks and FPAS on the under 25. Okay, we're going to do this bet for F. I was going to say, we could have a couple bets tonight. I can yeah. do as many bets for FPAS as you want because I'll be there. You guys got to show up. You know I'm going to be there. I know. I'm just saying. All right, so, so, all right. So this bet will be who buys first round of drinks at FPAS. Sure. Okay. I got the under. I got the over. Okay. I and just won't tolerate this Yuli Gurriel slander. He had one bad year at 38, and you got <laughs> he was undervalued for he's years. Average. He's average. Like hey, that's hey, an hey, insult. Don't bring that's age. Sad. Don't bring age into this, please, you young people. Like <laughs> stop that already. That's not nice. You had me on the night. You had Erickson on last week. You guys watch your tongues, okay? <laughs> Docs and ages. It's it's every episode. I can tell. Next. I can tell. Uh, but yeah, Jose Miranda. I'm now we got definitely. Guy, by the way, I know. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to do a, a gambling thing, like on his future, and, and uh, add a little more spice to it too. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, I like and I like Miranda. But when you're making me pick <laughs> one of the top ten players, I'm going to probably pick the ten. That's just the brass tacks of it. Well, let's go then to the next range of players here. Which, or actually, we're still in the top ten, but we're, we're kind of Bubba kicked it off with the the players we're avoiding inside the top ten with his Jose Miranda call. So let's go to you, Marty, first. And you're not touching the guy that goes right before him in Max Muncy, even though it sounds like he'll have everyday playing time for the Dodgers. What has you scared about drafting him as the number nine third baseman? Yes, and um, I'm going to be honest with my listeners because that's what I do. You know, I'm all about honesty here. Honest Marty. The more research I did on Muncy, the more I actually started to come around. And I'm actually, <laughs> you know what? It's actually not that bad of a pick. That so this goes tag? for... I actually wrote this down. This is a lesson to be learned from our listeners. If Even if you are, quote, out on a player, it is still necessary, maybe even more necessary, to do your research and homework on them. Don't just skip over it and see what, and, yes. and actually do some homework and see why you don't like that person. Because the thing that – what I don't like, right? 32 years old. He's getting a little bit older. He's having trouble staying healthy. His XBA was one of the worst in the league last year at 208. Mm-hmm. His strikeout percentage was 5% higher than it's been in a couple of years at 25%. But he had um, he had the highest BABIP he's ever had, or I'm sorry, the lowest BABIP he's ever had. And the BATX projections has him for 26 homers, 76 runs, 75 RBIs, and batting 234. And he has second base and third base eligibility. So I don't mean to turn this into a like, but um, he just did. <laughs> I kind of did. Still, uh, Bregman is the fall off. 
you need, I would rather, if Muncie is my, you know, my middle infielder or my corner infielder, that's perfectly fine. I still stick with that, but I don't hate him as much as I originally thought. So do your research, kids. All right. Well, no, no uh, fade here, but a lesson for our listeners, which I guess you could say is just as good. We need the, like, the more you know sound effect. There we go. I'm a big um, fan, so I'm with you. <laughs> so, Doc, it's actually Ted gives us a perfect segue to your player because he says he's not touching Devers. And it sounds like you are in agreement with him with the newly signed Raphael Devers of the Boston Red Sox here. And I was a Devers fan last year, put a long shot on him to win the AL MVP at plus a thousand. And he's a great mm-hmm. player, so I don't want to take anything away from him. The rest of the team sucks. Can we just <laughs> get that out there? Um, Eric Cross will be in your DMs. <laughs> I look at I look at who's hitting in, in front of him. Yoshida, who hasn't played a game in Major League Baseball, and Kike Hernandez, who had a 291 OBP last year. So probably won't have a lot of people on base for him. And then bef- behind him is Justin Turner and Alex Verdugo, who aren't exactly power hitters themselves. So I don't see a lot of counting stats coming from uh, protection either behind him or people setting in front of him. And I know he got hurt in the second half, but we really saw a drop off in his production. He had 249, five homers, mm-hmm. 33 RBIs in 55 games. And there's just going to be a little stolen base upside there. He's going at pick 20. I'm just not a fan of taking players in a bad offense that high. I'd rather take Mike Trout in that range. Garrett Cole, if you want mm-hmm. to catch a catcher early, JT Real Muto. Ooh, um, Sandy, up. <laughs> Sandy, Nolan Arenado. Like, and, and we talked about there's value at Bregman and the seventh third baseman. I don't think you need to take Devers as the third third baseman. How far would he have to fall for you, Doc, before you would take him? Probably double his ADP. Double his ADP. Okay. Wow. So you'd have you'd have to find him uh, at the fortieth pick. Okay. Fair enough. So you'd have him that as far as ADP goes, then he would just be one more third baseman down for you. Yeah. Uh, and, and once again, it's not a slight at Devers. It's just the fact that the Red Sox have done an awful job building a team around him. That's fair enough there. Uh, the, right now, his max ADP is pick 28. So he's definitely not following anywhere close to that 40th pick where you take him. So you're definitely out on him this year. Elsie, close up shop here. Uh, you could go Gunnar Henderson, who I know you wanted to go, or if you want to go somewhere else. But Gunnar Henderson is definitely an interesting topic considering he's a rookie and taking a rookie as the eighth third baseman worked last year with Bobby Witt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but will it work again with mm-hmm. Gunnar Henderson? Oh, what'd you get that? I. I got it this week just for this show. Did you really? That's commitment. Look at well, that. I mean, yeah, this took, this took two months to get Unless here. It just happened to show up this week. And if we yeah. were the <laughs> show. Oh, yeah. When I when I saw Elsie had him on his dislike, I was like, I can't wait to break well, this out. Hopefully it's not like Why your you Rui Atomora jersey. And it, it's irrelevant. <laughs> I already took the price tag off this one. I... I, I um, to me, Gunner is – to me – when you look at the the position of where he's being drafted, I think he's being overdrafted for what we can expect of him. I think it's it's you know he's he's not Bobby Witt. He doesn't have the stolen base upside at that that Witt had. Uh, like last year, you know, you were looking at Witt as a potential thirty thirty rookie. He didn't get there. He got twenty thirty though. So big win there. I don't think Henderson has that kind of upside this first year. I think there's going to be some trouble uh, um, coming in the projections have him way down my my projections have him as um well not way down as like the 11th or 12th third baseman and he's going as the ninth i also wanted to mention um 
going for Bremen as the seventh in the middle of that ocean of no third baseman. I think that is kind of risky because he's the only one there. And mm-hmm. you might have to jump him after after Arenado goes because there's no one until Henderson. Um, so I think like saying, oh, I'll, I'll wait until pick 80 to get Bregman. You might have to go after him in the 50s to make sure you get him if you really like him. That's one thing I wanted to say as well. Henderson, I wasn't uh, – because I, I did think that uh, – I was like someone else is going to go with Henderson. Uh, I, I'm, I'm off of him just because his price is too high for what I, what I expect from him, and I'm trying to be trying to be more in on young players because I know that like if you make some good bets on young players, it makes a big difference in your team in the end of the season, and I have been too conservative with them. Henderson is not someone – who I can change that conservativeness with him. I don't think that I don't see him putting in that potential top 50 season this year. Well, I remember listening to uh, rates and barrels and I remember DVR talking about that. He wouldn't be surprised if Gunnar Henderson's ADP rose up even more. If he does really well at WBC and, before the season starts that, you know, we could see a, a bigger rise from him, just like we saw with Bobby Witt going from outside the top 100 to being a, a top five round pick. The Bat X does project him for 15 home runs, nine stolen bases, 71 yeah. runs and 61 RBIs. Elsie, is that too lofty a projection for you? Does that sound right in line with what you'd expect? I don't think that's too lofty. I just don't think that's very good. That's not a top 100 player and it's not close to a top 100 player. Miranda will be better than Henderson. Yeah. Ah, there we go. I'll take the Miranda love. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, the Orioles, the Orioles lineup is definitely getting better. And Gunnar Henderson is a lot of talent. He was a top three consensus prospect across many different uh, prospect forms, wherever you look, the different prospect sites. And he's going to be hitting a top of this lineup probably sooner rather than later. So he'll be able to accumulate a lot of counting stats. I'm not going to sit here and defend Gunnar Henderson and say that I'm going out of my way to draft him, but I definitely see the upside in taking him. And I'm not, definitely not, he's not a fade for me. Uh, I do think that many of these teams with the rookie incentive, where if they win rookie of the year and you get the draft pick too, there's all the incentive to play these guys. So he'll have plenty of chances to be able to uh, accumulate stats with the extra playing time this year. I don't think he's a full, I can't think you can fully fade him with, uh, just what we've seen from impact rookies of the last couple seasons uh, at the top of the food chain here. So just keep an eye on Gunnar Henderson, just see where his ADP goes. I'm sure it will change uh, a little bit more as we get closer to drafts uh, in March. So just keep an eye on that. Let's go to the next range here though, as we get to the, the juicy range, the 11 to 20 and Bubba, this is the player in this range that you are trying to draft the most of. And it is a player that I was actually considering talking about as well. All he does is just produce stats, even if you're going to poop on his name and Justin Turner. Yeah, this is one where ideally, like we kind of talked about, you want one of the early third basemen, but it's like, okay, if you're going to get stuck, I was looking at the next 10 and I could kind of make arguments for a few guys, but I'm sitting there going, if I'm waiting, I'm just going to wait and mm-hmm. get a guy that I'm a lot you know, more comfortable with his overall production. And that's Justin Turner. Got ADPs around 236 the last couple of weeks. Uh, the one, the one caveat people will mention is, you know, injuries, but I think what's going to be really, really good about him going to Boston is in LA, he played a lot of third base, need DH from time to time, but they use that DH like a revolving door where he's like the third base or the DH in Boston because mm-hmm. they just re-signed Rafael Devers. 
And that could do wonders if you want to be an Aegis doc, that he's 38 this year and uh, will be very, very good. Uh, you know, 15 to 20 home runs. There's only a couple seasons ago. He had back-to-back 27 home run seasons. Always hits for uh, for average, which is really, really good. He'll be able to drive in Rafael Devers all the time because Devers will be on base in front of him. And uh, I, I think it's just got the upside of, you know, 140-plus games from Justin Turner, which we've seen in his career. If he can play even 130-plus, it's tremendous. You give him 140 to 150, and we are definitely getting 25-plus home runs, and he might get you, you know, a combined – 170 to 180 runs in RBIs. So I'm a big fan of what he could produce. It's 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 a big if, but at that ADP, I'm willing to take that that chance at that point in time. And um, I, I like Justin Turner. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about again where you're getting him at the 20, yeah, the 20th third baseman off the board, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, the 22nd third baseman off the board, pick 240. Uh, he's just an absolute value. He's going to get a lot of playing time in Boston. He's going to get a chance to hit an important spot of the lineup. And again, you're looking for accumulators. Sometimes he's going to do that. He's hits for a decent average. The power's definitely gone down. Only 13 home runs last season, but a very respectable 278 batting average. And I would just be shocked. Better I mean, ballpark too this year for yeah. him. Yep. He hasn't hit below 280 since 2013. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he hasn't uh, hit below. I'm sorry, 270 since uh, 2012 so I mean you're gonna get batting average and you're gonna get consistent playing time you'll be he has had 80 plus RBIs in back-to-back seasons if you want to say that that he's getting older and the production is not there definitely not the case last year so or the last two years so I I think he's a a tremendous value where he's going and if he doesn't work out he's the 22nd third baseman off the board Going after pick 200, so it's not like you invest a ton into him. So I, I, like I don't hate it for the ADP, but it, basically his entire relevancy of his career has been with the Dodgers, who've had a top three batting lineup at worst, and now goes to arguably a bottom five. Like, yes, he is great. Oh, that's stat. rough. That's rough. <laughs> bottom five, they're not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Bo- this bottom five. I bottom five hitting lineup. Let me. Well, how about just this is the doc narrative because is sometimes there a you non-hitting just hit lineup by chance. <laughs> I don't is, think lineup context is that important. <laughs> this is the doc narrative. Justin Turner with the red beard with the red socks. Just tell me there's not magic there. Oh, that is glorious. That like is I'm glorious. just telling you, it just it just seems too good. He's you just mad. He's just funny. mad Turner's not in Baltimore because that orange beard would go with the, uh, the, the yes, so yeah. well. I, I have a little bit of bias against Justin Turner. I used to call uh, his wife because she ran a foundation at, at my old job and they were a client and she never returned any of my calls. So I have Justin Turner's wife. So nah, that's why you don't here. like him. It's all coming clear. It's always a woman. Remember that, guys. It's always a woman that doesn't <laughs> call you Turner, guys. why didn't you return <laughs> it's, always it's always not. To the day. Either goes to you via text or it's a phone call. Like, you know, they say follow the money. When it comes to the spike game with the man, it's the girl never got back to him. Learning so much, so much baseball and so many life lessons on this episode. Just absolutely love it. Only with Bubba on, though. That is always the case. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think we're on the same page there, Bubba. Doc, you can just miss out on Justin Turner, and that's fine. More for us. Uh, but we will go back to you, Doc, because you can talk about somebody in this range you do like. And who would that be? Uh, I like Alec Bohm, and maybe it's not a sexy pick. He's the ADP 175, the 14th ranked third baseman. I just see him progressing as a baseball player. He's entering his third full season, fourth uh, major league season. His average in his two full years, up from 247 to 280, cut the K rate down from 26.6 to 17.4. 
The slugging went up to 342 or 342 to 398. The stolen base attempts have gone from two to four to five. So he's being a little bit more aggressive on the base pass. And of course, what we're going to see is, is hopefully an increase for a lot of players this year. He's relatively young. And look, he's a guy who'll probably hit you 270, 280, 15 to 20 homers. They did add Trey Turner to that lineup. Um, you know, he was the third overall pick. So I do believe in prospect pedigree to a certain point. Once again, not sexy, but I kind of like where he's he's headed. Uh, very much I mean, even more improved Phillies lineup. And he really came on last year. I'm just looking at his splits. And if you look, I mean, pretty much he in July hit 434, August 270, September 253, and was hitting a lot more home runs toward the end of the season, hit 332 after kind of struggling, only hitting four in the first three months. I would like to see more power there. Hopefully he found a little bit more of his power stroke as it really seems like that was part missing of his game last year. But there's a lot to like in his profile, and he'll be in a, a lab to produce a lot of RBIs. 280 batting average also very sexy too. So I would yeah, love to I, I see think. his splits where it says after he said I hate this place. I feel like the second after he oh, said yes, that right. he hated working or he hated uh, playing there, that's when his stats went through the roof. They mm-hmm. did. That's the funny part. He got and which made me love him even more. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, Alec Bohm, somebody that I think many people might forget about, but again, he's playing for the World Series uh, finalists in the National League for the Phillies, so they they will be in contention for a lot of games and. A very good lineup now with Trey Turner at the top. So very much interested to see what he does. Elsie, your player that you want to talk about in this range is somebody that I have to say, I feel like we're all frustrated because he's shown promise and then he disappoints and he just keeps doing that to us every season. Why is this the year that Ryan McMahon finally does something for us? You got to change your lens, guys. Sometimes you look Mm -hmm. at something from one way it's disappointing. If you look from a different way, you're like, oh, that ain't so bad. I'm going to tell you guys, we all have McMahon fatigue, but I'm going to yes. use a, I'm going to use a line that my boy Casey Bubba loves. The man is a steady Eddie. That's right. <laughs> the man is a steady Eddie. Over the last three seasons, you've gotten 250 between 20 and 24 home runs. Between 135 and 165 runs plus RBIs and five to seven steals. Last year, his disappointing season was the 15th third baseman. I got him as a top 10 third baseman this year mm. because you're not getting 20 home runs and 150 runs plus RBIs at pick 220 by any other third baseman. Not even close. Jose Miranda would kill for <laughs> Why those are you going to Why are you going to do that? Guys. Because I, it's just in me right now. Jose Miranda would kill for those stats. He wants to get that season, and you're getting you're getting my boy eighty picks later right now. So I think the steady Eddie Ryan McMahon, the narrative is the hate has gone too far. He is so steady that offense that Park's going to give you that volume that you've wanted from him, and he plays every day. Also, it has to be said. He gets you those chip-in steals. And as a third baseman, getting five to seven steals is plus value. That is plus value for sure. The average third baseman gets about three if, if you're talking about it. So he's, he's almost, he's almost twice the average third baseman in steals too. So, so like he is a plus contributor in all five fantasy categories at third base. And 
He's going at pick 222. He's a starting third baseman right now. He's a starting third baseman. That's why I like him. Is he going to be one of your MySpace top eight guys? <laughs> I cannot. I cannot do that no oh no. all this love and you're not I mean, come on art you you no, talked about no. where your mouth is yeah you no, talked about him like that. he's in your top it's eight that the MySpace top, top eight <laughs> this MySpace top eight is the guys i want to be associated with this and year. you don't want to do that I with Ryan don't McMahon. Want he, li- he likes be, mcmahon he doesn't love mcmahon there's a big difference I, gentlemen i don't I feel, yeah with I don't that spiel like, you definitely fooled me yeah. I mean, I like him. I think he's a. I think he's a fantastic acquisition price for him. 100%. I think. I, I think you get. I think you're getting that great value. The reason is Here because he is again, you're a politician. The reason. The reason I'm not going to put him in my top eight is because I don't want the stigma of being the Ryan McMahon guy. Okay? <laughs> you're already becoming. I don't want to be fun. the Ryan. It's McMahon. not fun, dude. It's not fun. <laughs> Were you that last year? Above or the- I've. I like. I've pounded the Ryan McMahon drum for a couple years and. At least his ADP kind of makes more sense now that it has in years past, which I like a lot. And to go to to, to um, Cheesecake's Steady Eddie comment, I, I say I like players like that because if you do say you want to take a chance on a Gunnar Henderson or a young player or something, you need the Steady Eddie pieces elsewhere. And that's the key. Is like So, again, it comes down to like how you want to build out your roster. So if you do take some chances, then a Steady Eddie like McMahon makes a lot more sense to it. It's crazy. He doesn't even have him in his top eight. He could have him as number eight, but like, yeah. You know what the real question is? The real question: Are you three in his top eight? That's the one. Discuss. That that's interesting. <laughs> I, I feel like not. I'm definitely uh, not. Betty, <laughs> Betty, and uh, and Bets. Whatever we're talking about, your uh, these two are going to be. Those are two of them. And uh, whoever else is the other. Mar- Marty's got to be like number four or five. Joe's it, number one. Art's twin is first. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. One maybe one day for like a, a Patreon or something, you could say who your top eight are. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds like the right forum for that yeah. conversation. Yes. Or your OnlyFans. I was like OnlyFans is where I was going. OnlyFans that. that nobody knows about. <laughs> that's, when he, that's when he turns the baseball hat around the other direction. Ah, oh my god! All the stitches. <laughs> Have you seen? Did you ever see the uh, Doctor Doom episode, Bubba? No. Oh, his alter ego, Doctor Doom. Oh no, I got. He's go got a mask that. and everything. Incredible. <laughs> I listened to him. I just don't watch them all, so I, I got to check this out now. I forgot which episode it was, but he the whole time he had the Doctor Doom mask. It was Halloween. Halloween. It was on Halloween or something. Oh, that's like what it that. was. I put on a mask. Yeah, he was the Doom Doctor. T- Ted, you're beating me. Miguel Vargas <laughs> is one of the guys I'm going to bring up in our next next uh, group of guys. Um, all right, uh, Marty. Or yeah, Marty. I don't think we got yours. You're the last one to go in this yep. tier. Talk about Josh Rojas for us. Josh Rosa, Rojas. So second base, third base eligibility for the Diamondbacks. Uh, ADP two hundred eight point seven four. He is the sixteenth third baseman off the board. Bad X projections have him for five hundred and nine plate appearances, batting two fifty two, nine mm-hmm. home runs, sixty one runs, forty seven RBI, and ooh baby, fourteen stolen bases. So this is why I like him. Uh, roster resource has him batting fifth in the in a much improved uh, Diamondbacks lineup. I could see him hitting ten home runs, eleven home runs, getting you ten, fifteen steals. He has a you know um, solid floor as far as his average goes and where he's going. I mean, it's an incredible value. I, it's possible at the end of the year that his stats don't look too much different than Gunnar Henderson, mm. and he's going like a hundred and something picks later. Mm. That's a spicy Thoughts, pick. comments, concerns, suggestions. Spicy. I like mm. it. I like it. Are we doing our second FPAS bet? Because <laughs> I don't know if I could see that. Well, that would be his ceiling. 
right? I think his ceiling would be what Gunnar Henderson can get you on his on his uh not floor, but kind of like his average. So you do want to call him um, the Walmart Gunnar Henderson? He's no. a Kmart red light special. Or the Kmart. <laughs> We, we could we could call him that. I mean, we, we, we do a bunch of nicknames on this show, so he'll be the the Kmart Gunner Henderson. I was, actually, I was thinking about for Jose Miranda. No way, Jose Miranda. That's what it sounds like for this year. I love it. I don't know if I, I like Jose. Standing dad joke one on one right there. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, Marty. I don't know if I I'll can be get here all week. That one. <laughs> but yeah, Josh uh, Rojas. I mean, good value. Ten stolen bases, ten home runs. Where he's going, you know, that's, that's pretty good. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what Josh Rojas can do for us this year. Let's go to the dislikes in this range, going back to Bubba here. And you are not high on one of the top rookies potentially in the game this season. Uh, is it a playing time concern? Is it him getting acclimated to the big leagues? What do you have against Jordan Walker here? Yeah, it's just a picky like playing time thing for me if I'm drafting right now. Like, do I, does he even have a job? Like, I, there's, a, there's a lot of questions involved there. Uh, if he does have a job, is it a full-time job? Uh, there's, just, there's just way too many what-ifs at this point in time for me to draft him. The talent's great. I'm not going to discount that. We saw it in F- in, in, Flo- in Arizona, and he was, you know, you know, Sarah, she said he has one of the best butts he's seen in, in F pass in years. <laughs> but um, I, I think I got to see more and actually see playing time. So you look at that St. Louis roster, and I know they're saying they want to get him, uh, you know, chances to play, but trying to find the place for him to actually play is hard from like Arenado's obviously playing. Goldie's playing first base. So they're trying to work Walker out in the outfield. So does Newt Bar or is it? O'Neal or like who who loses the playing time there. And that's where I'm conf- concerned. So I could see him starting in the minors even. And then you don't see him till later in the year. And I can't take a pick like this on Jordan Walker. So I'm out on the youngster. I know they were talking about moving him to the outfield because yeah. no one Arenado's entrenched at third base. And, but I just, I don't think they're sold on, um, uh, on Dylan Carlson. Yeah. They, they and, hate Carlson. It feels like it's, it's yeah. getting there. And I just, I feel like he was the untouchable piece in the Juan Soto trade. So I, I part of me feels like maybe it's, it's not right from the get go, but I could see within the first month him being a regular Uh, again, he's not a player. I'm not sitting here pounding the drum for as like, I'm taking him in every draft or anything like that, but he's one of those upside third baseman picks here going after pick 200 that he could be, you know, best case scenario. He could be like the the 10th third baseman this season. if, If he gets a lot of playing time with the potential he has, I don't think it's bad to take a couple shots on him. Yeah. Um, it's, he's not steady yet. I'll tell you that much. Disagreement <laughs> between Bubba and David today. Interesting. Well, yeah, because once you come out swinging against Jose Miranda, we got the, the, the yeah. fighting. And it's funny. David, David hates the twins, but just loves Jose Miranda. He's like the one thing. I, him and Johan Duran are the two things I like on that team. Like in real life baseball, I love the hitter that Miranda is. He needs mm-hmm. to prove to me he's the power guy everyone says he is. That's the difference. Like I, I believe he's a great hitter. I just don't know if he's the power bat to be a top 10 third baseman just yet. What were his 30 home runs in his last year of the minor leagues? Are you talking minor league baseball right now? I mean, the 30 minor home leagues. runs is 30 home runs. Have you seen the ball fly out of AAA? <laughs> Have you seen that? Like, come on. Come on, man. We're talking about minor leagues here? I mean, minor yeah, the majors. Not the like majors. Pra- it's like practice. What about if they throw minor. those balls back in uh, when they need more home runs in baseball this year? I mean, they change the ball all the time. He's not getting the Aaron Judge ball in Minnesota. They don't <laughs> care about Minnesota that much. Come on. Oh man, this is going to be a fun fun bet this year. That's going to be a, a really fun thing to watch. It's at BD Intric on Twitter. It's remind me every time he goes deep, I'll get about fourteen messages. <laughs> we got to do like how Toby has his little uh, yeah. his little grab. We're going to have to find one for him. 
Yeah, and then I got every you. time I'm gonna send you one. Bubba, Bring if it. Jose Miranda homers, you're gonna is it a dong? Like, are you gonna tweet it out or no? Oh yeah, it's a dong. I'll make sure. All caps, dong good, with exclamation good. marks. You got it. Miranda right. dong. I love it. And I'll hop right. in real quick. I'm out on a Walker as well for the same reasons. I mean, he's not even on the 40 yeah. man roster. So yeah, let's there's say another you, great, point. great point. Yeah. So let's say you do draft him. You're going to burn a hole in your, um, you know, in your lineup or, you know, in your bench for at least a month, probably two, three months. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Maybe he's playing three, four days a week in the outfield. I just don't see a reason to do that when the vets are there, like, you know, Justin Turner, who we've touched on, DJ LeMay, who's going to be there. At least they're going to be playing every day. Or you can go a little bit earlier than that. Rojas, Josh Young, Luis Urias. Mm-hmm. There's just no reason to take that pick. I think we all just like prospects and we all just want to be, you know, the guy who took them, you know, when you, when, when no one else was doing it. And I think that's not what wins you with these 15 team leagues. That's what, it, you know, that just won't. Now we have a exciting sponsor that we're not going to announce yet. Uh, hopefully by Ooh, next week we will. A little tease. In those types of drafts, would you take some of Jordan Walker just to have some exposure to him? No. There's just no reason to. Because let's say he's, he's definitely not going to be playing third base. They already have a set outfield. Maybe Lars gets hurt. Tyler O'Neill gets hurt because he, he can often. So, I could, you know, that's a possibility. But, like, we're waiting on we're waiting for something. Like, there's no reason to do that. If he was, like, the 30th third baseman, why not? You might as well. But top 20? No. Marty, I better not see you drafting any Jordan Walker around these parts. Otherwise, I'm going to flag you so hard. (laughs) Yeah, when you make that big of a case, you can't draft him at any ADP. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. Well, more Jordan Walker for me then. Put this in the time. Yeah, with his nine home runs that Bad X projects him for. Nine home runs, six stolen bases. I mean, what what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? That's a projection. Sure aren't talking minor leagues. I'll tell you that much. He's a great minor league player. <laughs> I'll take a minor league over projections. At least the minor leagues happened. I'm going to do a minor league basketball and draft him oh, first overall. Walker <laughs> can smash. Thank you, Ted. Huge slugging upside. Ted That's is true. on my side tonight. Yeah, I, I just smashed a high noon. Does that get me drafted in the top 20, or how's that going to go? <laughs> Tell you what, once you're eligible, I'll draft you with my first pick. Hey, uh, Spencer love, Torkelson brother. was great in double A and triple A, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So we don't even know. We're just That's assuming true. he's going to be a great major league baseball player. We don't know. Elsie, we talk about power. There's few that have the power that Eugenio Suarez has, but not mm-hmm. much else. Is that the reason you're fading him? Yeah, I think I, I, I look at Eugenio Suarez's uh, ADP of 140. I got him at 140, 150. And right behind him is Matt Chapman, 155. I think I prefer Chapman over Suarez. I think their profiles are similar. I think Chapman is in a better offense, I think Chapman hits for a better batting average as well. So I think that Suarez's p- power profile and Chapman's power profile are more similar than 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 we we when you look into it, their power profile is very similar. Mm-hmm. Chapman actually has him in Max EV. Their launch angle is very similar. And also Toronto's fences are going to be easier to hit home mm-hmm. runs for now. So so I look at them and, 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 you know, Suarez's batting average is miserable. His, his expected batting average the last three seasons, full seasons are 216, 215, and 220. So his projections have him at 215 right alongside, right along with his XBA. He's hit 202, 198, and 236. You see he's gone under, under, and way over and over his, his XBA. 
Chapman's been pretty steady, 220, 230 XBA and hit 220, 230 the last three seasons, except for uh, in 21. But when I compare those two and I start to look like trying to pick between these guys, it's like Chapman I have, you know, above Suarez and Suarez is going above Chapman. And, and my argument here is if you're looking for late, this is kind of late power for mm-hmm. third baseman at pick 150 because as I was saying earlier, there's not much behind there. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going late power, it's Chapman because of the offense, because his batting average is, I think going to be 15, 20 points better than Suarez. And I think he's going to produce more counting stats. I want to add one more thing to that. Cause he was in my, MySpace top eight last year and he probably will be as well. Chapman. He has played in over 85% of all games over the last three, four years. The guy plays. Yep. Eugenio Suarez, eh, he's a little bit older. I don't I don't know. Strikes out a ton, too. And Is with it a my team... turn to poo-poo on him? Because that's You always favorite. poo-poo on Chapman. He's still, oh, was that, you thought he was going to do terrible. Oh, it was Suarez. He did really well. Suarez. Yeah, no, oh. Doc also didn't like Suarez, so you can add to it. Go ahead. Jeez, Marty. Uh, yeah, his K percentage went up for the fifth straight year. It was at 31.2% last year, which was a career high for him. David, you brought up a really good point, and I want to give you credit for this. Um, his Ooh. his whiff percentage on fastballs went up from 21.2 to 26.8%. So that's a huge jump. And if you're not being able to hit the fastball, especially as you get over 30 years old, that worries me a little bit. He's mm-hmm. going to be awful, awful in points leagues and awful in roto leagues from the perspective that he hasn't stolen a base in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, the uh, Seattle is becoming a big contender in the American League, and if you're not producing, they have a lot of guys on that team. They also re- just re-signed Dylan Moore to a three-year extension like 20 minutes ago. Did they really? Oh, breaking yeah. news from Doc. Uh, the strikeout rate definitely make it where if he's not hitting for power, that he's not going to be in the lineup. So that yeah. playing time can become a question for him uh, as much as anybody on this team right now. So. He's a risk, but I, I think you're taking Suarez only if you're chasing power at that point yeah. in the draft. That's, yeah. I think, the only way you're, you're considering him outside. But again, you're taking him at 152nd, and there's so many third basemen after him that I feel like are more appealing outside just the power aspect. So I don't disagree with your guys wanting to fade him just based on that price, which is pretty expensive. Let's get to the last segment, which is going to be the players going outside the top 20 that you want to take your shot on. Like if the girl at the bar, you take your shot. And let's go shot. to Bubba's guy first, which I believe is well, that's Josh Donaldson. You to make for this guy. Yeah, you're, this is taking your shot. This is the last girl at the bar at this point with Josh Donaldson, the way he's played. You might need uh, a lot of drinks to take this it, guy too. Yeah. So it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've really tried to bite my tongue on this one. Um, yeah, Josh Donaldson, the biggest reason I have Donaldson here is when you slide down the ADP and you're trying to pick guys, everyone's got warts this far down and mm-hmm. you're picking poisons. And, you know, Josh definitely has warts. He's going around pick 385 in ADPs, but the fact he's going 385 really, really has my attention. He had injuries last year, other issues that, you know, Josh Donaldson tends to have. The, uh, the home runs are down to 15. Strikeout rate rose 6%, while his walk rate below 10% for the first time since 2012. Hit 222 with the, um, it's just uncharacteristic of Donaldson. But what I do like, you know, the barrel rate wasn't great, but it's still almost 10%, which is in line with a lot of other seasons, like 17.4 in 2021 is crazy, but you know, mm-hmm. close to 10% is fine. Hard hit rate was down to 43%. Um, 
there were bugaboos, but he also had like a shoulder injury and something else that would easily curtail into that. And if I can get a guy at pick 336 that is going to be likely hit in the middle of the New York Yankees lineup mm-hmm. and play every day unless he gets hurt. Right now he's penciled into like there's not a lot there unless they start rotating LeMahieu around and other things. But for the most part, he's the dude at third base. I'll take that chance every single time later in a draft. So that's why I like Josh Donaldson. Um, and I think if he gets back to a 20-plus one run guy, you're sitting pretty. And actually, over the last two weeks, his ADP is all the way down to 527. Ouch. Uh, going as the 40th third baseman off the board. So he's, he's free. He's free. Bring it. Bring it. Now, the players he's going around, it's interesting. In a vacuum, would you rather have J.D. Davis or Josh Donaldson? Donaldson, Donaldson, Donaldson has the everyday job. I think David VR is the third baseman in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, that's it's, it's right in your backyard, so you would definitely know for the Giants. What about on the New York Mets, Brett Beatty, which was brought up in the comments here? Would you rather have the upside of Brett Beatty going as the forty-second third baseman or Josh Donaldson going as the fortieth? I'll take Donaldson again. I like Beatty. No disrespect to Beatty, but. Let's just be honest. They were going to bring Correa in to play third base. They still have Escobar. Beatty mm-hmm. probably starts the year in the minor leagues. Like he's like he's he's a part of their future, but I don't know how soon that future is with Brett Beatty. Yeah, I mean the 40th third baseman being a starter uh, that That's alone makes in that offense. Unit. Yeah, like let's go. All right, let's go to you, Doc. Here first, let's talk about your last player and going in outside the top 20. And this is somebody that, to be honest with you, I. I I feel like he's a little bit of everything, but he doesn't get a lot of shine in Brendan Donovan. Yeah, uh, I, you hit the nail on the head. He's the everyman. He's a steady Eddie. Take, or a, take, a, take a shot every time you hear the word steady on this episode. No, no, no. That's why, I said, <laughs> that's why I'm going to start saying Stedward Edward. Okay. So <laughs> we're, giving, we're giving the abbreviated version. All right. I'm going to start saying go. the real I like version. That. So when you look at 21 and... Uh, 2021, 2022, whether it's across double A, triple A, or MLB, he's had at least a 10% walk rate and less than a 20% K rate. So he's acclimated to new levels each time very well. And look, he's not a huge home run guy. He had five in 126 games, but I think 10 is reasonable. He's second base, third base, outfield eligible. I see him being mm-hmm. that super utility guy for the Cardinals. Um, that right now, roster resource has him batting fifth, right behind Arenado and Goldie. And you know, we've talked about that the the Cardinals have a lot of young hitters waiting. I don't think he's someone that's at risk of losing playing time. I think there's a greater chance they move someone like Tommy Edmond or Dylan Carlson and that we do see someone like Jordan Walker come up. But I think he's slated into top five, top six um, bad, or in the batting order and a pretty good offense. Yeah, his chase rate last year was only 21.4%, uh, one of the best percentages in baseball. Chase contact, meanwhile, being actually 8% above the major league average. Also, just being very, uh, I can't think of the op, passive when it, the ball's in the zone, uh, zone swing only 55.7%, but walking at a 93%, uh, top 93% of baseball just seems like a really good on base guy. Maybe he's not going to, you know, give you a ton of power, five home runs and 468 plate appearances. That's not great. Only two stolen bases over 468 plate appearances. That's not great. But if you're looking for a guy with a, a decent average, a, a pretty good OBP, a guy that's going to get on base, you could do a lot worse than Brendan Donovan, who has multi-position eligible. He still, he still gave you 109 runs plus RBIs in 126 games last year. He's an yeah. accumulator. Oh, it's not bad. Not bad. Marty Party, your last player going inside this range is going to be somebody that 
actually was also brought up in the comments from Ted. Ted has been on the game here talking about right before teeing him up for us. Anthony Rendon, bounce back, cheap third baseman. You're on that same train. This is what I'm going to ask from you, uh, David. So I, I grew up Catholic. So imagine I walk into a confession booth. You are my priest. Okay. And I say, please, uh, please forgive me for I have sinned. It's been about a year since my last confession. Okay. My confession is, I still believe in Anthony Rendon. Uh, I would call you a sinner. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I I can read off his stats. You know he's had some amazing years and everything. Read like off that. his read off his games played for me. Yeah, was like, you could Over combine like four years, seasons to get the whole. The yeah. last two years, I can I will not do that. I will I, I won't stoop that low. But the bad X projections: five hundred and sixty-five plate appearances, two fifty-four oh. batting average, eighteen bombs, seventy runs, sixty-four RBI, and we know what he can do if he stays healthy. He's only thirty-two years old, so I'm not fully ready to give up on him. He's almost free at this point. I'm going to, this, this, this is the last ride. I'm buying into him this year. I forgive you. I think Rendon's <laughs> an interesting target here. Just, he's not going to be healthy all year, but if Thank even you. he gives you like, give you 500 plate appearances, he's going to be happy right here. So he's a drug. You guys need to quit him. <laughs> yeah. We, I feel like we went through this with Byron Buxton last year and we, we bought in. We were like, oh, this but is Byron the Buxton, year. you're paying so much for that. But like, yeah, I agree. Rendon, the the price just, is different, but. Is the result going to be any different here? Like, well, that's why you invest in a Bregman. You invest in a corner infielder who's solid as well, like a Josh like, Rojas, maybe. And then he's like, maybe your utility guy. Maybe if someone gets hurt, you slot him in. That's that's how far he's going back. Like if I buy a broken vase at like uh, like a it's pronounced vase. Boss. If I go and buy a, a broken whatever you want to call it at like a nice fine you know china shop or something for fifty dollars. It's going to have, it's going to, you know, already broken, mind you. And then I go to Walmart and I also buy a broken vase for like $10. They're both broken vases. One's cheaper than the other, but they're both not worth, like they're both worthless. That's like is your this, argument. Is this the old lipstick on a pig? It's still a pig. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that's what have to, he's, he's the pig with the lipstick on at this point. Uh, that's a great analogy. Yeah, I, I like He's cheaper, but at this point, like, how much more do you need to see from even with the cheaper cost to just be like, it's, he's had two years where he was hurt and he had six where he was not and he was really good. So at where he's going, it's not that bad of an investment. I mean, I'm not like, I'm, I can't tell you he's not going to be, hel- you know, unhealthy. He wasn't doing well before he got hurt last year. Yeah, well, he was, he was hurt on and off. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard to stay consistent. And you got to at least that. love what the Angels have done to, with that offense this year. Mm-hmm. Like, they've put together, a, 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 like, for once, Trout and Otani have a team around them. So, so. Oh, they also have Brandon Drury, which is uh, the hated man him. on this podcast. What? Oh, yeah, we were trashing Brandon Drury. <laughs> so <laughs> like, rude. He was, like, for 30 minutes we were doing it. Well, I'm done. See you guys later. <laughs> Elsie <laughs> needed you that on that episode. He was just standing by himself there. Um, but we'll take a break from from the jury hate this one. And Elsie closes out with Yandi Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays as your snag at this range. Y'all got to get on the Yandi train. Yandi is mm-hmm. uh, Yandi is one of the better uh, better hitters in baseball. And I'm going to I'm going to explain to you why I say that. Um, Real interesting background note. My brother and I are huge sports nerds, huge stats nerds. Joe, my brother came up with, he was disappointed with the roto category. So he came up with a new category because he feels like roto categories don't actually measure what is good about a baseball player. He wanted to, he came up with his own one 
he calls it bags, which is bases added minus grounded in double plays plus one has strikeouts. Bases okay. added is walks plus hit by pitch plus sacrifice flies plus sacrifice hits plus stolen bases. So it's basically every time you add a base without getting a hit. Um, Yandy Diaz is one of the best in baseball at that mm. walks plus hit butts by pitch plus fly sack fly plus sacrifice hit plus stolen bases minus grounded in double plays plus strikeouts. This is a lot. Okay. Did you, did you guys grow up playing D and D too? Or yeah. Like this go is, for it. This is we were, we were sports nerds, not fantasy nerds. Okay. We grew up with a baseball <laughs> okay. encyclopedia. How the world have turned. Yeah. Did, yeah, did yeah one yeah. of our listeners, please like comment on this. If they actually understood that. Listen, I'm listen, I, need, I need a whiteboard behind me. And yeah. someone to point at things right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Yandi is one of the best. All right. Um, the best is uh, Juan Soto is the best in baseball at mm-hmm. bases added. Freddie Freeman's great. Yandi Diaz is kind of up there with those types of hitters at that. Is Jose time. Miranda up there? No, he stinks. And I don't like. We all stat. know that. Um, <laughs> um, so Yandi's Yandi actually, when it comes to like being a, an efficient baseball player, the type of player the Rays are going to play a lot. I'll mm-hmm. say this it that way. Yandi is is there, and Yandi is producing. Yandi. Uh, Last season produced a very good season, and this season I have him going as like a top 20, top 15, top 20 production third baseman. And he's going as a 25th third baseman at ADP of nearly 300. For me, his batting average is one of is his carrying stat. He hit nearly 300 last year. He's projected to hit about 280 this year, which is a very good batting average. His runs plus RBIs are very good. Uh, for going that late, especially because you're not going to get in those plate appearances that late and his good lineup spot that late. So for me, uh, when you're looking for someone super late, nearly pick 300 to fit your corner infield, mm-hmm. you could do a lot worse than Yandy Diaz, who's going to give you that batting average. He's going to get you those counting stats. Not going to get you a lot of power or speed, but he's going to give you the other three categories. All right. Uh, I like that. Please uh, tweet out that that stat or that you guys I, made. I'll tweet it out. I should will, it, will it fit in one tweet? <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Elsie, maybe you have to make one of those like threads, like uh, a new baseball yeah. stat for you, a thread, and then it'll be like a novel that we can all use. Oh, arts charts. With <laughs> Yeah, oh the, the Yandi train's a good terminology though. When he, you know, all the ground balls he hits to stay on the ground, so it makes sense. <laughs> Y'all yeah. seen that? It's always sunny gif where like Charlie tries to explain the charts. Oh yeah, he oh, has yeah. all the things everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's hard best. with this. Uh, that's, got, that's perfect. The, the worst thing is, I'm really intrigued to where you, where that goes, but I got like confused four different times. hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, I I, I didn't I, I wanted to be quick in explaining it, so I didn't explain it well, you and that was up. on me. We should do a Professor Cheesecake video for the YouTube channel. Oh, where you dude, dress that up would be a, electric. And, a, and like dress up in like a lab coat or something. Get like a Please. chalkboard behind you and do this. Please do <laughs> Can it. Can we make that happen? Yes. Do it like – um, do it. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'll stop. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know where you were going with that, but I'm, I'm sure uh, mm-hmm. it is a family-friendly program. That's why I stopped. Uh, but okay. that That's a good wrap of the third base – guys here i think we, we covered a good amount of players here but we have a bonus game of the week tonight uh first time in, in a long time just for our guy bubba to come and get redemption on the show after doc took him out last episode so i know marty and i are going to be here but this what do you is mean last much- episode it was like the last two or three 
Oh, no, that was the first time you beat me was last time. I was undefeated before that's last right. time. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm 2-1 right. and one right. in my career on triple play. I'm putting my winning record on the line to shut you down. Don't you worry about it. All right, here we go. Elsie, what are we playing for the game of the week? So it's a it's a categories game where we're going I'm going to list a category and you guys have to name someone who fits into that category and if you don't name the uh, someone in the category you're out so the last one to name someone in the category gets all the points okay uh, I missed, I missed I like the game this. show host art I like this I like this <laughs> I think I think I think Bubba understands David obviously my explanation powers are are not at a third grade level, but uh, <laughs> oh, geez, but uh, shots fired. Hey, you mean I'm game two, show? I'm two beers in. I'm sorry. I love um, it. <laughs> so, so I have four different categories, and it's going to be round robin, and we're going to switch off who goes first each time, so that uh, so each round is worth four points. Mm-hmm. That way, if everyone doesn't get someone, each one each person gets one point. If um, if two if there's two people on the end, they each get like three points. If there's three people at the end, each one person gets two points. I'm not going to explain anymore. I'll just tell you. Just tell me what I just tell me what I win. Is this, is All right. Historical. Some of it. There's one historical one. We'll start with the historical one. Okay. The first historical category. So we're going to start with Bubba here because he's the guest, and then we're going to go David, Marty, Doc. The first category is Yankees in the Hall of Fame. Bubba. Babe Ruth. Okay. David. Mariano Rivera. Marty. Mickey Mantle. Doc. Lou Gehrig. Bubba. Derek Jeter. David. That's where I was going to go. Um... Uh, what's his name? Oh my God! Um, Bernie Williams. You're out, Marty. Yogi Berra. That's a good one. Doc. Jorge Posada. No, you're out. out. Oh, he's not in. No, he's not in. No. Not a chance. Um, Reggie Jackson. Marty. Come on, Marty. You got a rep. You got a rep for us. Uh, eventually, Aaron Judge. Hey! Uh, <laughs> Bubba gets four points. Wait, or, or was David Cohn in there? No, probably no, he's, not. No, he's no, not a Hall of no, Famer. Right. The, ones that, the ones that were not mentioned are Dave Winfield, mm. Red Ruffing, Phil Rizzuto. Nope. I would have accepted Mike Mussina as a Yankee uh, Hall of Famer. He's not Madding League in the Hall. No, he's no. not. Tony Lazary, Wait Hoyt. Lefty Gomez, Whitey Ford, Joe DiMaggio, no DiMaggio. Oh, oh my God! God. Yeah. Wow. That's... Bill Dickey and Earl Combs. So Bubba has and, four. And Ricky points. Henderson, Henderson. Hayes, right? That's Ricky Henderson. Hayes. Yeah, he didn't spend a lot of his yeah. career with. I I said Winfield because he was there for like nine yeah, seasons. Yeah, so I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. Next category, David. You're going to go first from 2022 top 15 pitchers on Razball Player Raider. Start off, David. I gotta go, my guy Dylan Cease. You're out. Are you serious? Oh! He's not even on it. Are you kidding me? Oh no, no. There's his name. There's his name. Oh, Sorry, I was gonna there's say. Wait a second. My bad. My bad. For the I, I was. I was. I, I did a quick look, and I'm like, there's no Cease there. I guess he's out. Now oh, you're in. That revenge. My bad. That revenge Cease to exist. My bad. Look on David's face, Marty. Uh, Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> Doc. 
Corbin Burns. Garrett Cole. Uh, sorry, you are actually out. Garrett Cole's not in the top 15? He was 16th. Oh, oh, are you doing relief pitchers or starting pitchers? Relief pitchers are in there too. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Caveat. David. Oh man. Doc a chance. Aaron Nola. <laughs> no, you're out, Marty. Really? I say. Yep. Yeah, you're you got in. relievers. You guys can go for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> Doc. Fromber Valdez. When you have Edwin yeah. Diaz on the yeah, table, you should remember Valdez. Ed- really? Dude, that was mine. Like, you already won. So oh, yeah, Edwin Diaz. already won. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I told Doc, I'm like, you had Edwin Diaz on the table. You picked Framber Valdez. <laughs> I can see why, He though. had the quality start streak. He had the quality start streak, yeah. Yeah, but Edwin uh, Diaz was laying No one on said Justin platter. Verlander. I've heard of him. Ah. Hey, also, no one know. said Julio Urias with his wins. Or Alec Manoa. Or Shohei Otani. I would have thought Aaron Nola would have been ahead of Manoa. Um, Manoa's got I, a sneaky set. Yeah. You Darvish, Carlos Rodon, Zach Gallen, Shane McClanahan. You Darvish was there, but not Robert Valdez. Not Garrett yeah. Cole. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's <laughs> kind of wild. I, I, I looked at You can look it up. Oh, I no, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm just Cole, like, it's crazy. I, I think Cole had a – yeah, his ERA was bad It's those home year. runs, the Aaron Judge yeah. goals. You Darvish isn't going to spring training at all. For no, I heard Japan. that, right? Pretty wild. Well, it makes yeah. sense for him because all the Japan WBC games are in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like the other guys are coming to like Arizona and Florida because all the games are there. So that makes sense at least not to travel, but it's still kind of shady. But yeah. Yeah. All right, Doc and I got to um, get on the board here. So Bubba and Marty are at four points apiece. Next category, top 15 projected RBIs on Bat X. Marty, you go first. Hmm. Aaron Judge. Yeah. Doc. Pete Alonzo. And Mike Bubba. Trout. David. Jordan Alvarez. You guys got four of the top five already. Marty. Jose Ramirez. Doc. Vlad Jr. That's the top five. Bubba. Wow, you guys are killing it here. This is ridiculous. This isn't fair. Um, I gotta think, gotta think. Uh, Don't take mine, please. <laughs> no, that's why it's getting tricky now. Uh, you said Jordan already. Shohei. Boom. David. Yeah. Freddie Freeman. That's a good one. Marty. Devers. Ooh, Doc. Oh, we're still office. going. <laughs> Holy crap. Austin Riley. <laughs> Bubba. Holy crap. <laughs> We're still going. We only um, got five names left. <laughs> going through teams in my head right now. Fernando Tatis Jr. No. Oh. You're out. David. We already said Aaron Judge, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. Um, then I will go with Jose Abreu. No, You're out you. too, David. Yeah. Marty. Can you Nolan Arnado? Doc, can you can you steal it? He's gotta get it. We all Wait, I know I won. I was last No, one. you gotta get one, you son. Gotta get <laughs> it. You gotta get it. You won Soto. No, no way. No. So what happened? What about Gold what about Goldschmidt? Was he one? Goldschmidt? Oh! I was looking at Barber. 
Schwarber, Machado, yeah. Goldschmidt, Olsen, and Kyle Tucker were the ones. So we all get we all get one point, right? One point, yeah. Okay. So what's the score update going into the final round then? Five for Bubba, one for David, five for Marty, one for Doc. All right. Damn. Doc, Doc, I had, me. It was between Soto and Goldie, damn it. Mine was so, Goldie and whatever I picked, so yeah. That sucked. <laughs> so the la- you said Tatis, which yeah, was, I think was yeah. a, the last category. There's 30 names in this category. So. Yeah, let's dance. And right. Projected leadoff hitters on roster resource. Oh, awesome. Doc this starts is this round. Oh, you man. said project. There's thirty. Thirty projected leadoff hitters. I haven't looked at lineups too much yet. Oh, I um, haven't either. It's a crapshoot. Just have fun, Mookie boys. Bets. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna ask. Do we get one strike? Since like, there's thirty possible answers. That doesn't even projected one. to lead off. He is. That's he, oh, he was is? projected on roster okay. resource. Yeah. Do, uh, do we want to agree? We each get one strike, or just you're out once you get one wrong. I'm good with either way. I'm fine either way. I wasn't gonna give strikes. I, 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 I but I, but I, if you guys want to have, you're the one, one with the time limit, David. Don't forget, you have other things you have to do. This <laughs> okay, <season>. fair <laughs> enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's keep rolling. Okay. All right, Bubba, to you. Um, uh, Trey Turner, David, uh, Jose oh, Abreu. What? I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I meant Jose uh, Altuve, not Abreu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. That's I, I totally I was like, got the Jose stuff for a second. That was an obvious, yeah, sorry, obvious. Sorry. No, I thought he meant. I thought he really meant I, Jose Abreu. No, I was still, he was still <laughs> on my brain from the last ep- answer. Marty uh, Bobachet. No, Marty's Ooh. out. Doc, it's been fun, guys. Tommy Edmund and I saw it on roster resource. That's right. Bubba. Get off, get off roster resource. Yeah, stop cheating. No, I, no, I looked at it for Brendan Donovan uh, yesterday. <laughs> See, Ronald yeah. Acuna Jr. David. It was going to be Luis Arise for the for the Twins, um, but I'll go with Tim Anderson. Doc. Stephen Kwan. Bubba. Tony Kemp. Boom. David. Oh, he got that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Thing. Uh, I will go with J Rod. No. Doc. He's leading yeah. off. Wow. He is. Yoshida. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll go Brandon Nemo. Good David. one. Trey Turner already said? Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um. Then I'll go with. Um. Oh. Um. What's his name up? Brian Reynolds. Doc, you're out, David. O'Neill Cruz. Bubba. Is that a yes? O'Neill Cruz is a yes. I would have guessed yeah. that. Wow. I just wanted to make sure before I moved on. I remember Marty's talking point from last week. Okay, so I got to get this one. Otherwise, we uh, doc ties me. This isn't cool. Um, <laughs> starting to, trying to think out loud here in my head, going through teams. Give me two seconds. Sure. Going through each division. You know what we should head. do if, if they tie break is that there'll be still people left and they go to a sudden death between the ones remaining to see who wins. That That's a good point. Yeah, that that'd be fun. Okay. Um, oh man, I'm like 
Oh, this is not cool. The Giants. Come on, is, we can't is, give is, them is, all day. Is, is the Giants still thyroid estradics? That's what it was a couple weeks ago. The thyroid. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Thyroid estrada. D- Doc to you. Cedric Mullins. Ooh, oh, very good. Good To you, Bubba. Uh, Back to me. Back to me. Oh, no. Um, Yankees is Glaber Torres. Doc, to you. This is intense. This is intense. Marty, where's your popcorn? Let's get the popcorn. There's a couple ways that I want to go with this. The right way would be a good choice. (laughs) <laughs> who leads off for the Detroit Tigers anybody know anybody know does it matter I actually think I know <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, no it doesn't <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking about the teams we haven't named yet right um, hard to know yeah yeah hmm. I already know who I'm taking is Juan Soto leading off no he's not Xander Bogarts no he's not either How is it so if I get this right, I win the whole darn thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So David mentioned him <laughs> earlier. Leading off for the Marlins is Luis Arise. That's right. Whoa. Wow. David did mention him earlier. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Damn. He just came in there. I literally thought Doc was going to tie you. Bubba, what a clutch performance. Wait, Art, is Luis and Rangifo leading off? No, he's not. No, they have Riley Green, isn't it? Yeah, Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward. You guys missed George Springer, Marcus Simeon, yep. Yandy mm. Diaz. Byron Buxton is listed as the current leadoff hitter. Oh, wow. Uh, Who is the Tigers out of curiosity? I, I, I forgot. They have Austin right? Meadows. They have Austin Meadows. Oh, that is the guy. From the I don't grave. think that's happening. I don't yeah. think it's happening. But well, that's who they had listed. I mean, there's – yeah. There's a there's, – I mean – yeah. Well done, there's, Art. That was there's good. No, yeah, that, was a good, that was a good game. That's fair. That was it's a fair I game. I missed that. Yeah. There was no sudden death needed. As Bubba came in here, stomped the competition 10 to 5 to 1 to 1. As a uh, 3 and 1 record, that's that's a pretty nice record. <laughs> I, I don't wait, like it. We noticed the one. You have a bruised nail on there. That's yeah. what I did to you that one time. <laughs> that's how hard I've been working to get back to get my crown right there. <laughs> He's been listening to the cure too much. Had a. <laughs> Uh, right. It just got smashed two Our months ago, pain. and it won't fall off. Trust me, it's no <laughs> fall. Yeah. Oh, man, that's the worst. Uh, but, Bubba, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. This is always a blast. I, I forgot how fun games doing games were, and uh, especially with you. So this is this is a, a good time. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Like I, was, I wasn't even kidding. In the I love chatting with you guys, recording with you guys. It's always fun. Just We get the content out there. It's great, but it's a good time just chatting with friends. So thanks for having me. Anytime, I'm always down. You're the man. And please, for those that are living under a rock, just tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, all the podcasts you're doing, where they can find your work and all the good stuff. On Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Uh, I'll tweet everything out there too much. But uh, yeah, Bench with Bubba is the go-to for me. Bubba in the Bloom, we started a new feed. So if you're used to getting it on Bench with Bubba, it's a new feed. Started like three episodes ago. So go check that out. We actually have some things we might be doing down the line. So go follow that. There's a Twitter account for that too, Bubba and Bloom. So um, Ryan's been putting that together. And then I got Bubba and the Bath up on the Bench with Bubba feed. I'll have a DFS show like usual Monday through Friday when that starts up. Um, yeah, there's tons of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, just follow me on Twitter and you'll get the goods there. But, again, awesome time, guys. Awesome. The content machine known as Casey Bubba does everything. One of the best people in the uh, fantasy baseball community. So make sure you guys, if you're, for some reason you're not following him, make sure you rectify that. Change that immediately. Follow this man for all the great stuff. But for Bubba, for Doc, 
for Marty Party, for LC. I'm D Mendy. We're going to make like a bread truck. We're going to haul these buns. Catch you guys next week.